Let me tell you a little about the beginning of a worship service, and that is um, about five minutes to 11, a member of the pastoral care committee comes up to the sacristy here, and he prays with the pastors and assistants um, that this can be a worship service that glorifies God. And then he has a really important issue, and that is to make sure that we have an acolyte. Because sometimes we do, and sometimes we don't. Now, today we've had an extra special acolyte who's done both services, so you, you should make sure and give him 10 bucks when you're walking out of... <laughs> Did I get that right? Oh. I appreciate him being here for both services. So he comes out, he lights the candles. And when we light the candles on the altar, what does that mean? It means the service is going to begin, but that God is present. That God is present with his people. And then the bells ring and we start. We use candles, especially in this Advent Christmas season, we use candles all over the place. You know, back in the olden day, Martin Luther used to put candles on his Christmas tree until a bunch of people burned their houses down and they decided, well, they decided to go to electric lights instead. But what do we do? We use candles during a baptismal celebration. We use candles many times at weddings. People will have unity candles. We use candles up on the Advent wreath this morning. We use candles all over. The Some people light candles when they're praying. Other people light candles when they're remembering family members they've lost. We use candles all over the place. Why? Think about it. The Advent wreath. How many of you have watched Scrooge already this year? You know, the ghost of Christmas past, candles. And then when we sing Silent Night on Christmas Eve, we will use candles many times to remember the light of Jesus Christ. Okay, by the way, if you didn't notice in the bulletin, it says this is a homily, not a sermon. Okay, and, I, and just so you know the difference, Homilies are short. <laughs> now, the problem is, if you've got a preacher who says, well, a long sermon's 45 minutes, and a homily's only 30 minutes, you, you know, a lot of you are going to go, oh, buddy, cut it down. No. <laughs> homilies are short. And so today, I'm going to be right to the point with you. How many of you have special decorations, outfits, traditions, or things you save just for the holidays. Oh, yeah, we all do. We all do. That special decoration that never seems to get out, but that it's so special we can't throw it away, or that outfit, that Christmas outfit, that Man, I'm going to wear everywhere, but it seems like I never do wear, or that. How about the special bottle of Christmas wine? I mean, who's got a bottle of 10-year-old wine sitting in their house yet, and you've never... Do you want to tell us about it? 
I mean, you should have seen the look up here. I mean, I thought they were going to get the glasses out and say, come on over, Pastor Al. Yeah, we got all that kind of... Okay, let me ask you this. How many of you have a candle drawer in your house? Yeah, okay, at least we admit that. You know, Lucy and I have a candle drawer, and I... In getting ready for this sermon, I looked in it, and there's ten big white candles in there. Seven of them are still in cellophane, okay? And so I know that we're not using those very often, but yeah, candles. I um, heard an interesting story about a lady who got a beautiful Christmas gift from a friend. It was a inlaid carved candle, one of those big suckers that smelled like cinnamon. And she couldn't decide where she was going to put it. So she finally decided she had a window ledge in her bathroom, and she put the candle on the window ledge. And there it could give its smell out into that room. Well, spring came, and summer came, and long about August 20th, the candle had melted. (laughs) The candle had melted and it had never been lit. Here's the message today, friends. If you're in Advent right now and the candles of your life, love, joy, peace, hope, are not being lit by Jesus Christ, you're never going to find your way to Bethlehem. I promise you. You're never going to find your way there. Because if there is a message today, that's why the Christ candle, the big white candles in the middle of the Advent wreath, that Jesus Christ needs to be at the center of everything we're about right now. Matter of fact, let me put it more bluntly. You won't find your way to Bethlehem unless you start with Easter. Unless you start with the fact that God raised Jesus from... Christ is risen! He's risen indeed! Well, you're faster than the other group. I'll I'll give you that. You know, the other group just sat there and looked at me like, oh, I thought it was Christmas, you know. You gotta start with Easter. Easter that God raises this Jesus from the dead because then you understand what Advent is about and what Christmas is about and what that life born in Bethlehem means to us, that God is reconciling this world unto himself. So you take Mary and Joseph and the wise men and the shepherds and Herod, The guy at the inn, John the Baptist, all these characters in Advent. And they have life and meaning because the risen Christ, Jesus, stands behind them. Take that Advent life with you this morning. Now, my calendar says we got 14 days left. Oh, boy. Does that make anybody anxious? You know, and I'm so tired of all the hype that that we're getting this year. Did you know that this is the most advantageous year in five years 
to go out and spend money. Prices have never been better. You know, you can get a better deal now than at any time in the past five years. And so back in November, the average person is going to spend $962 this Christmas. Okay? But they upped it. Just this last week, now we're in December, that's, it's now 1642 for the average person. Now, who here is average? <laughs> yeah, man, we're not average. We got to go out and we got to prove we're better than average. Or how about all these TV shows you watch? I saw one that suggested the real meaning of Christmas is giving. Okay, giving to people. That's why you've gotten 150 solicitations at your house asking you for money. I saw another one that said the real meaning of Christmas. Why? It's the condition of your heart. It's how your heart's doing. And then haven't we all watched by now the ups and downs and challenges of Santa and Rudolph and the Grinch and the snowman and Frosty and da-da-da-da-da. Do you know who's the only person to get it right out of all those TV shows? Charlie Brown. You were in early church, Paul. <laughs> But here's a star for you, anyhow. <laughs> Charlie Brown. Do you know that when Charlie Brown's Christmas came out in 1965, the TV producers went to Charles Schultz and said, you can never show this on TV. You can never have a character reading scripture on TV. And Linus. It's Linus who starts out, unto you is born this night in the city of David, a savior. It's all about Jesus. The life of Jesus and what that means for us and what it means to listen to all this beautiful music today and know that it all points to Jesus who loves you and cares about you. Well, in just a minute, we're going to have a quartet that is going to sing It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. I'm sure you're all familiar with that song, but it's kind of an interesting song. It was written about 1850, okay? And it actually started as a poem. But then it was put to music, but it really didn't become popular until World War I and World War II. Because the troops from their trenches and foxholes would sing that song back and forth to each other. It came upon a midnight clear as the bullets are flying, as people are dying, that this Jesus Christ is still with us. You have to think about it for a minute. You ever been outside in the really dark? You know, that dark where you can't see your hand in front of your face? where you can't see the stars, where you don't know where you're going. What a promise that life is clear in Jesus Christ and that he is the light of the world, the light of your life. 
and that he will always be with you. For here now, hear the song the angels sang. Thank you.